Everyone good? Yeah. Right it took now. me five takes, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey guys, and welcome back to our Youth Week of Prayer Limited series. You're with the CY Project. My name is Cyan. I'm joined by my co-host, Myron, today. And our special guest stop is... Stop it, stop it. Our <laughs> special guest <laughs> is... <laughs> none other than Luke Prendergast himself. How nah, you doing, Luke? I'm all right, doing? you know. I'm, g- I'm glad to be here. I can't even lie that. It's different to be in the church. Like, <laughs> it's just a building, but... It's, it's sacred, yet me. It's different, so <laughs> nice to be here, you know. I love good, that, good, I love good. that. How are you doing today, Myron? I'm all right, you know, the day work was all right, so, and I've been looking forward to this, so now I'm looking forward to, to, to uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Good, good, good. No, I'm happy to be with you guys here as well. Um, before we get started, I'm just going to pray, um, mm. and then we're going to get into today's topic, which is forgive me. Dear God, we thank you for this opportunity to meet today, to share, to share our stories, to share how you have transformed our life, dear Lord, and to hopefully answer some of the questions that the listeners are having at home. We ask that you please be with us through this episode and just direct it that it may be for your glory and none other. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so I'm going to give a quick recap of the main story for the day. But even though there was the main story about the woman um, caught in adultery. I also want to share the beginning story, which I think sets the mood, right? Mm. So there was this this story about this Spanish father who wanted to reconcile with his fam- with his son in Madrid. So he he was feeling remorse. He just he just wanted him and his son to come back, be one again. And, and sorry, just for clarity, this is the beginning of the youth week of prayer reading, right? Right, correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so then. He put in the, in the newspaper, Paco, meet me at Montana Hotel Tuesday afternoon. Now, I just imagine it like, hey, Paco. <laughs> but that's more Mexican than Spanish. But anyway, meet me. Um, and he put in the message, all forgiven, dad. Mm. And so when it came to that Tuesday, um, he said when he turned up at the hotel, he found 800 young men named Paco um, waiting to see their father. So 800 wanting to, with the name Paco, turned mm. up to this hotel wanting to reconcile with their father. Right. And it just shows that how, as a people, whether we re- realize it or not, when we're going through something where we might have hurt someone or felt someone's hurt us, we want that forgiveness. We need that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're really searching for that forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. imagine eight sons reading this newspaper and turning up at this hotel Hoping to see their dad. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and wanting to reconcile. So I thought that was just um, a good introduction. And mm. after that, the reading said, our greatest need has been information. Sorry. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economic economist. If our, greatest fool, if our greatest foolishness had been fun, God would have sent us a comedian. But our greatest need was, for, for, was forgiveness. Mm. God sent us a savior. Yes. So when you think about that like line, those two sentences, and the story I'm about to tell, I think it just really sets the mood for the podcast. Mm. So getting into the story, guys. The story is found in John chapter 8. Now, Jesus is at the, the footsteps of the temple, in Jerusalem, and he's teaching to the people. He's gathering a crowd. Mm -hmm. And while he's teaching, they throw this woman at him. And when you read the reading, it says they violently threw this woman at his feet. Now, the woman they threw at the feet was a woman caught in adultery. Mm -hmm. And get this, it was the temple leaders who threw this woman at Jesus' feet. That's like pastor. Exactly. (laughs) For real. We all quitting. For real, yeah. Sorry, like he, you're you're going to the pastor for forgiveness, but he's caught you in an act that he should be like, look, God can forgive you on this, but he's thrown you mm, before Jesus's man, feet. Man, yeah. man. Um, and then so they say to Lord Jesus, what should we do to this woman? Mm-hmm. Like pronounce judgment on that on her. Now, this was all a ploy to catch Jesus, yeah, because in Moses's law it says you have to this woman has to die; she has to be put to death because of the sin she's done. But whereas in the Romans, if he had said put her to death, the Romans would have said you're stepping on our authority because the Romans would have said it's our authority who says who should live and die. Mm. So he was in a catch-22. There's no way out. And 
the people around are like, what's Jesus going to do? Like, <laughs> this is heating up. Like, what's he, how's he going to come out of this one? Is, is, he, is, he, is this Jesus wrapped up? Is he gone now? And then Jesus steps down, yeah? And he begins to write in the sand. And like the, the religious leaders, they're getting annoyed because they're like, what's this man doing? Like, he, we got him. He can't come out of this. And he's just writing in the sand. And then he, um, he stands up and he says, he who is without sin cast the first stone. And then he bows again and he continues writing. And then as he's writing, people are pressing closer to see what he's writing. And then after he finished writing, he stands and all who is left is, is the woman who's been accused of adultery. And he, she, he says to her, where are your accusers? Where have they gone? And um, she said, they've, they've left. And then... Um, when you look at what Jesus wrote in the, sun, in the sand, he wrote the sins of those who were around. And what he was basically saying is, you can't condemn her for her sin when you also got sin in your lives. Mm -hmm. And the lesson brought out a, a magnificent point. It says, like, when God has ever written something, he's written on either stone or a wall or in sand. Mm -hmm. So what did he write in stone? The Ten Commandments, yeah. re rep representing permanency. He wrote in the sand, the sins. Now sand, you can dust that, wipe that, and it goes away. So it just, it just recognizes the two times Jesus wrote. And also he wrote with in Babylon on the wall. But, um, but that was, again, just showing them that they had done wrong. But in this case, he wrote on sand to just bring home that point that your sin can be wiped away. And then after that, um, he, when he said to the woman, where have your... Um, where have your accusers gone? He said, go, go live a sinless, sinless life. I no, no longer accuse you. Mm -hmm. And what is what I found even more beautiful? Like, I know I'm taking a bit long with the story. But <laughs> I, I, can see by, I can see by your guys' faces, you're enjoying it. And I know the yeah. listeners, <laughs> as they're tuning in, they're like, man, you tell the story so great. I'm, thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, it's a talent. Praise God. Um, later on, when Jesus is on the cross... Mm. Who is at his feet? It's this woman. Mm. And she's there. Uh, and she's, it's the reading brought out how she became such a firm, strong friend with Jesus. Yeah. That she repaid her God forgiving him with her commitment and her devotion to him. And so when he's on the sin going through all this agonizing uh, and pain for taking on our sins. In that moment, she really appreciated what Jesus did for her. It, it, when you read it, how she reacted to when he's crying and the pain he's expressing and he's sharing in his agony, it's almost like she's sharing it with him mm. because of the relationships now she's now had that with him. Mm. And so we, here we see that the woman goes on a real journey with Christ. She has experienced total forgiveness and been totally renewed in Christ. And so, yeah, that's the story wow. of, of the, the main story of this reading. A fantastic story. Mm. Crazy. Oh, I love that. I think, um, as you as you rightfully said at the end, it's so powerful. What I really took from reading that as well was just, you know, how this woman who literally came from the depths of hell, the depths of her sin, really made a transformation. She really moved all the way to the cross, mm. you know? And I think sometimes, sometimes I think that um, we don't, I don't even want to mince my words with this, but mm -hmm. it almost takes, not always, but I feel like sometimes through being, through being in that broken place, through being in a situation where, you know, you are able to recognize your sin, it allows you to make the moves that you need to, to, to progress closer towards Christ. Whereas I feel like if you're in a position where you're, you're comfortable and, you know, you're, there is, there, you don't see no problems, mm -hmm. you don't move mm. because you don't feel you need to. Do you mm. know what I mean? And mm. we kind of see that with the disciples. They're not the ones that are at the feet of Jesus when he's on the cross. Mm. It's this woman and, and Jesus' mother. So, um, Luke, I don't even know what you're feeling. Feel, feel free to share. But I know that, you know, you've, you've got your own testimony that you've shared with us. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to know, like, in terms of forgiveness, in, ter in terms of sin... Um, have you ever been in a position like this? Maybe where you felt you couldn't be forgiven or you just felt like you, you were so far gone? I would just be dead blunt. Like, especially in quarantine, like, 
I was in a toxic relationship and it was just always like trying to separate it, trying to cut it off because I know obviously it's not what I should be in. But every single time I tried to separate from it, mm. we engage in sexual contact or whatever. So mm. it was always like a chain, do you know what I mean? And it's a chain I put myself in. Mm. And I knew like, especially like, current, like quarantine comes and all that stuff and the pandemic. And like, that's, it's, I can't lie, I'm thinking how I committed unpardonable sin. Like, I can't hear his voice. Like, mm. I know I need to cut. Like, it was a wake up call for me. Like, I need to just cut things off. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? So it got to the point where I did, but it was like a real lonely place because we, like, no, no one ever explains things like, oh, especially like certain people, not certain people, but you could be in a clique or group or whatever, your boys or whatnot. Mm. And they're doing things with girls and whatnot. And you, and it's like, oh, it's not, nice. oh, I did this thing, did it. And you're thinking, oh, it's just like, you, it, there ain't no feelings. You do your thing and go, nah, it's like, this is a soul bond. Like, this is mm. a serious thing. Like, don't tell me this, mm. but I don't know how I'm in it. So especially like trying to escape from that, like, and especially you're in, you're just in a, a room, like you're in your house and just your thoughts are just boom, 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 just pounds in your head. And it's just, it just got to a point where I was like, especially I said this well, my first testimony, like no one's in the house, it's just me in it. And then like, I've said this already, but literally I was watching a Bible animations, like, like little kids things, but it's, it's even at that level where I was, God spoke through those animations, crying all day, literally all day from the morning to the, till something ended. And God is just like, it's still to me, I don't think I'll ever fully understand mm. or grasp like God's grace. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I deserve to die. Like, I, it's ne- I, until God comes, maybe I might understand, but even then, like, yeah. it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much. So, and he's just been there through, like, he's, he always sees my potential and like our potential, like, whoever's listening. And it's crazy that. You could go so far, but God still wants you to come back. And like, uh, I got a text Isaiah. Let me see if I can get it quickly. But it really puts things in perspective. And sometimes, even now, like this week felt a bit like you know you can be on fire for God, and the next week you're like, what's going on? I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like yeah. yeah, I mean. So this is in written Isaiah forty four twenty two. Uh, I have blotted out as a thick cloud that transgressions now. Especially now, like, I'm, I'm traveling on the train mm. and I see that sun behind the cloud. I'm like, oh, I can't even see the sun. Like, do you know what I mean? So mm. the way it's been blocked, so that transgressions. And as a cloud thy sins, return unto me for I have redeemed thee. He said, I've already done it. It's fine. Like, mm. just come back. Yeah. And the fact that, I, as I'm saying, it's never going to make sense to me on this mm. earth. Like, Cause I don't, we, don't, I don't deserve that grace in it. Cause there's a lot of things like I've just, just stepped out. Like I didn't care. Mm. Uh, it's like let's be real. Like when we do things against God, it's like stepping on His face, spitting on Him. Like we're no mm. better than well, me, no better than Pharisees. Like I go to church and do all these things, but look what I'm doing. So mm. the fact that He can draw me back, and that's what that's why I feel like Mary. Bring it back to the point. I think Mary really like there's something there's a bond there that that maybe was maybe greater than others because she knows how much she's she's she had a reputation man yeah, like yeah. yeah i mean especially mary madeline like that area is just known apparently the wreck well the romans would go there for vacation do a madness like right, right. like so there's history there so she's not known like to be you know virtuous she's known by her sin basically that's what i'm saying yeah. and the fact that god can still show her love and the crazy thing is, the way she shows love, God accepts it. So mm-hmm. when even in, like, I believe, like, in the Bible, it says uh, a woman went to her feet, uh, to Jesus' feet, and, you know, cried on her feet and all these things and washed her feet and stuff, and washed Jesus' feet and yeah. stuff. And you would think, that's just weird. Like, but God accepts the way we, you know, like, mm-hmm. if we're sincere about it, accepts our worship. So it just goes to show, man, like, crazy. Like, there's no, like... God's hands ain't sh- too short. You know, it's always, you know, a handout. Mm. But yeah, I just really don't tell me that there's hope for everyone. And I just want to ask because, as I said, your story is something I'm aware of, but even speaking about it again, like, it's so powerful when you process it. Um, but I'm thinking about it. 
in terms of, you know, you mentioned you're in a toxic relationship, mm. you mentioned it was lockdown, you mentioned that you would go to church, you know, people, you, you, were, you were going to church, you were living your life, etc. Um, what was it that, that changed for you that made you literally think, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I know you mentioned the children's animation and I, mm. I don't know if it was maybe, you know, Holy Spirit spoke through that, which you can go more into. But mm. even from that moment, like, for anyone who knows you, your change has been drastic. Mm. Your, your action, you, you, you're intentional, mm. you know? So I just wondered what, what was different this time? Different. Um, none of these, the feelings I was, I was, like, I was very insecure in terms of I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, subconsciously fit in even though I think I'm my own person you're still trying to be like everyone else like trying to like be that guy I hate that term sorry I hate mm. that term because you're your own person you know mm. like being that guy for me like certain like obviously if you believe in that stuff then cool but I think it's an ego thing and it's and being that guy is based on you know what other people think of you and I think that's insecure and that's what I was doing right. so it doesn't like for me especially what made me just like think okay this is what I want to do is that nothing else gave me that feeling I, I've never I'm, I've never been a person to take drugs mm. but no sex no like feeling accepted clubbing you get a buzz like all these things like it didn't give me that feeling that God gave me and I felt mm. whole mm. and I, I don't right. I can't explain it yeah, yeah, I, yeah. on that day I even called my mom like mom like I'm getting baptised like that day I was, I was like this, this, this I don't want this to end like that, yeah. I think that was the turning point like for and then the fact that God, like, you know what I've done. You know my past, but you, you still want... You, what? Like, you want... You different. Yeah, mm. like, you know what I'm, I've done. Like, you still want to save me. Like, mm. and I, I would never... Never make sense to me, but that's what I'm so grateful. Do you know what I mean? So, Because, you know, um, I like Isaiah 1 verse 18. It says, come, come now. Let us settle the matter, says mm. the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though mm. they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Mm. And I just like how this this verse begins. Come now, let's settle it. Mm. Let's let's deal with this. Let's let's get together. Let's and so that we can move on. Let's put behind. And you know, a lot of people don't realize that. So you may we all may have principles, whether our principles are based off from church or just in general life, right? Mm. And when we step over our principles, we have that uneasy feeling. Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes for some people, as they do it, certain things may, that feeling may go away, but they, there is still that uneasiness that will stay with them. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people, what I appreciate, and I guess you two, you guys will also, is the, um, the sense of being free once you get the forgiveness, oh, right? Yeah. It, there's nothing compared to it. Yeah. You know, um, I, I remember one time, yeah. Nah, this is a bad story, but <laughs> it's a good <laughs> it's good for this purpose, We though. were we were we were we was young, um, and we was at church and there was this guy sleeping, yeah. In so you know below us, for anyone who's knows our church, we're in the upper chapel below us, that a new kitchen used to be another room, and he was sleeping in this room. And me and another child, well, we was about maybe 11. He was like, come see this person sleeping. <laughs> and he took a doll and flung it at him. Oh. Yeah. And it hit him. <laughs> and, but he, he, as he did it, he ran. So I'm now there peeping into the room <laughs> and all he sees is me. And he's like, you come here. Yeah. Oh. When I mean, I was scared to come back to church for weeks. <laughs> yeah, when children's church was going on, I was upstairs because I was scared. I was like, I don't want, I don't want him to see me. And then I remember I, 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 I went up to the guy and I was like, let's go to him and let's fully to the child that I was with, um, let's fully explain the scenario um, so that we can be freed of this. I want to be feel free to come mm. to church. And when I mean, I was young, but it was my first real experience of needing forgiveness. So yeah. when we both went up to him and we both said sorry, um, and he said, you know, it's okay now, let it go. I, I, at that young age, I understood what forgiveness was because I yeah. felt wow. so free in that moment. I felt I could come church, be my, my friends, and not be looking like, where is he? Where is he? Is he going to catch me? Because people said that he ran up to me because as it happened, I ran straight into main church, yeah? Oh, and, man. And, and when I came out, 
<laughs> someone came up to me. He's like, you know, he ran all the way to main <laughs> church doors. <laughs> yeah, it's just because you went into church. And I was like, I can't come back to church. But yeah, just to explain that, you can experience such a sense of freeness. Freeness is freeness, yeah, or you take, being you take, free. You take it, you take yeah, it. Um, yeah. When when you experience forgiveness, that's interesting actually because I think even the topic of forgiveness in today's society, it's not something that's really celebrated. Mm. Mm. It's sometimes yeah. weakness in yeah, today's society. Yeah, it can be yeah. seen in that way. So I just want to kind of ask you guys: um, How do you view forgiveness? What do you? Yeah, how do you view for- forgiveness? You see. Forgiveness, I must admit, I struggle with it. it um, I, if a human does me wrong, um, I may forgive you in terms of I won't hold it against you, but me and you, I struggle to have that relationship with that person again. Mm. And I, I remember when I, I first was going out with Karina um, and she got really offended by this. I, but I was like, if I ever feel you have um, been unjust to me like you've maybe if someone's messaged you and you've entertained it or mm. anything mm. like that i'm like i can't run with that i can I, I may we i can forgive you but me and you can't be yeah. together like that mm. and, and i've always struggled with it like forgiveness for me is a hard thing to do mm. um i never never fully took note of it but it's just where i feel like something's been done wrong to me yeah. i'm like i can't how how do you move past yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's tough man oh my take nah like it is it's tough but when what helps me is how can god forgive me and it helps uh i'm, I'm slacking i don't have to text for it but if i paraphrase um someone whoever's listening yeah, just, we'll just find, just it. find mm. a text me in it <laughs> but it was it was saying that um forbearing one another uh and forgiving one another even as christ forgave you so also do ye i think there's a little bit i'm missing mm. but like every day like it doesn't have to be exactly for example i'll be real like getting up sexual things mm. porn whatever like god's giving me victory over that and thank god but that doesn't mean my thoughts can be pure at the time mm. like that is a sin like or i may get angry sometimes i can't get help it like like sometimes in the workplace and like people are looking at me and like, I want to be like, brother, you got a problem. But obviously <laughs> I can't be doing that because yeah. you got to show different. And like, yeah, man, I feel like that really helps knowing that when, I'm not saying, I'm never saying, oh, you need to sin for God, for you to really feel mm. what forgiveness is. That's mm. not what I'm saying. But when you've known what you've done and God can just accept you, like, right. and he, he's like, it's cool. I'm a ch- it's all right. Just keep coming. Like, mm. you might go 10 steps forward, 10 steps back, or 11 steps back. Just keep coming. Like, as long as you keep mm. following, like, mm. that's, that's, and that's what I'm learning. It's a journey. And you're admiring, and you guys will say that it's a journey. You're not going to, yeah. like, I thought, okay, like, I've given my life to Christ. I'm baptized. I shouldn't have no impure thoughts in my life now. That's what I thought. And I'm thinking, I was getting like, I was thinking, nah, this is mad. Like, mm. it's crazy. But, like, yeah, when, when you start to, follow this journey and you realise what God's done for you, like, it's, it's easier to forgive. Yeah. One what would you great, say? Well, before mm. I say, um, going off the baptism thing, one of the greatest things someone told me soon after, well, I don't know how soon it was after I got baptised, but I remember hearing it in the early, early days, um, was when you make the decision to get baptised and you get baptised, it doesn't mean you're not going to sin. It doesn't mm. mean you're not going to have impure thoughts. It doesn't mean that you're not going to still have revisitations from your past. Mm -hmm. But what it does mean is that you've done a 180. Mm -hmm. You've said, I was going this way and I'm making a conscious decision to turn and go the right way. And as long as you've made that decision in your heart and, and, and I guess it's publicly as well, but you're saying, you know what, this is what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you might buck up your foot on the way, Mm -hmm. but you're still, you're still trying. And so I really like what you said about, even if it's, you know, 10 steps forward, 11 steps back, God's just saying, come, come. Mm. And, you know, we, we draw to him, even no matter how small it is, as long as you are pushing forward, um, you're going in the right direction. Yeah, I just want to add that quickly. There's yeah. a text that um, I was thinking, oh, as soon as I say it, it falls out of my mind. But then, okay, I got another one. Proverbs 24, 16. Mm. For a just man falleth several, seven times and riseth up again. Mm. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. Mm. And when I see this, I don't think, ah, oh, 
Okay, I failed today. It's cool. Like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I pick. No, nah, no, nah, I don't think that's that. But I feel like over a life, a span of like you're living, you do fall short. Mm. But especially like I could be coming home from work and crazy thoughts like mm. in my head, and I'm thinking. Especially when we was having that talk um, with you and JJ, you're saying, oh, mm. it's like, say, for example, don't think of a pink elephant. Yeah. I thought of a pink elephant, do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's kind of like accepting that I'm weak, mm. but also it's, it's, it's a blessing, like, in terms of Paul says, uh, and what it says, and I forgot that, I don't know the actual, do you know, but I know the words mm. they said, and he said, my grace is sufficient for thee, and my strength is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Most gladly, therefore, I'll rather glory in my affirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So, like, weakness, I feel like once we admit we're weak, yes. like, I can't survive a day without praying. Like, mm. I can't, mm. can't, like, it's just mad. So, understanding, like, more time I think I'm good, I can do this. Nah, I can't do nothing. Like, the devil will take me out, but mm. obviously God's on our side. Luke? Bro, listening to how far you've come, it I praise God for it. God like the way man. he just rattled that text, like just looking at it and found it. I'm like, that is you see, this is what this is what I really appreciate with pla- like things like this. When we can share how God has taken us from point A and t- to point mm. B. Mm. And the thing is when so for me, I'm like, God's taking you so far, but you you in your mind you may still see like you still got miles to miles, go, yeah? yeah. But it's just the your experiences gives me strength mm. that I can go to God and be like, God, you know, Luke showed me like a relationship I should look like up to help me to get to this point and even to get to get better because um, ah, oh, the point. No, you're good, bro. You're talking about um, you're saying because get me to a point that that so you, you so basically like you're saying to me oh like how far you've come. Even though I'm, I feel like I'm still miles ahead, like miles behind or something like that. Yeah, he said you praise God for where Luke yeah. has come. Yeah. All right, we might have to move on and come back to <laughs> it. We'll come, we'll come back to but it. You know, but it, it, it's so true that it, it helps us to appreciate. Because, oh, now I, get, I got it. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah. You see when Paul wrote, yeah? Mm. He wrote, I believe, I'm not even going to say where it was. He wrote the things I don't want to do, I keep doing. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it the Romans? F- it is. In, I think it's Romans. Yeah. Is it eight? I think it's or Romans eight. Somewhere there. Because I know if we have this convo a few times. Somewhere and then, there. but when I think when you drop to Ephesians, mm. I think Ephesians or Galatians. Yeah. Okay. He now gets to the point where he says, um, "No, okay." He he says first. He says first. Um, mm. What did he say first? What what was the first I just literally just said? You said the, the things, things I don't want to do, do. Yeah, and I, yeah. I keep doing. Yeah. And I recognize that. And he says, I recognize that it's the sin in me that stops me from doing the things I want to do, but keeps me doing the things I don't want to do. Yeah. Right. And then I think if you move a couple of books later, he says um, that all runners should run. I think it, this is in First Corinthians. Now, so it is Romans. Then yeah. in First Corinthians, he says, um, all should run as to obtain the prize. Right. Yeah. And he says. When you're, he says, when basically he's saying that when a runner runs, he get, his body gives his all. Yeah. yeah. And he says he himself pulls his body into subjection, mm. so that what he says he he follows himself. So it's similar what you're saying, like where we keep our bodies, we ask God to help us keep our bodies under control mm. to stop us going down these routes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Help asking God like highlight my triggers so that I know how to deal with my triggers when I might step and go down the wrong route right mm. and then I think in the in the chapter after that I think it's Ephesians um he then says I have fought the good fight or Galatians I have fought the good fight um and I know there's a crown in store for me mm. now when you see Paul go through that transition and bear in mind, he's already had that m- amazing experience with Christ on the road to Damascus. Is mm. it the road to Damascus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right, right. where t- Jesus appears to him, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, we, when the presence of God appears to him. So it, it, it just shows that even he had that initial experience, there was still a lot of growth Paul himself had to go through, yeah? Mm. And it just shows that it's a, it's a journey, but it's a journey that we can overcome and we can be victorious in it. And we can be victorious in it by when we seek God. Because we can we should be able to come to the point where we're like, Paul, 
I have fought the good fight. Yeah, knowing man. I have given my all to Christ, and I know that, and knowing that He accepts the all that I have given, and He will reward me with a crown. Oh, that is so crazy when you think about it. But all of it starts when you accept God's forgiveness. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that that is. Sorry, you. No, go on. I'm nah, just pondering on your on you lots. Nah, saying. that that <laughs> like I talk for me. Like I find that difficult in terms of. I'll say, oh, no, like, for example, I was telling you the other day, like, obviously, I was talking to, obviously, I'm an apprentice, and uh, the other apprentice I was talking to was talking about, he thought, like, he went too far because he's a Christian, and I was I was able, like, God was able to show me some text I could show of him, and he was like, okay, yeah, like, there's, there's still hope, but then you look at yourself, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I've gone too far, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. But then, even that's disrespectful, because, mm. God, you, like, God's done so much for you to get to the point and I realise I'm not saved by my works. Doesn't like yeah. I could I could, you know, feed the homeless, pray for them. That's not what saved me like off oh, righteousness like like filthy rags. Nah. When I read that I was like, oh it's nothing I can do <laughs> but it's saying oh by his grace, like that's just beyond and by his grace, like we we're so, you know, like once we got the faith of Christ those things are just a byproduct. Like we do these things, like not cause oh I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to feed that person, yes. that person, just to just to make it. Nah, it's not like that. I feel like naturally you just want to do it. Yeah, it happens out of, out of love. Love, now. that's it, man. Um, and I think just I'm hearing everything you lot are saying, and I I, I agree. I think um just taking it back to forgiveness and what you were touching on there, Myron. I think um something that's helped me, and even what you said there, Luke, about you know sometimes. Sometimes we can see others and we can give them good advice and we can <laughs> say, God's got you, da, 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 but we don't have that for ourselves. Yeah. Mm. But then in that same way, sometimes we are working, we are training, like it says in 1 Corinthians 9, as you were uh, mentioning, Myron. And when we see others, we kind of can think, why aren't you? Mm. We don't know their situation, mm. even if they are family. Do you know what mm. I mean? But we kind of, I know for me anyways, mm. I've been in a position where... Um, I've held people to such high regard that if they do something that I don't think is right, mm. I take it badly. Yeah. I struggle oh. to, you know, that's when I used to really struggle to forgive them because mm. I'm, I remember actually a friend saying to me, how is it you always see the best in others, mm. but I feel like you didn't see the best in me. Mm. And I was like, what? Like it hit me different. <laughs> but I said to her, it's because we were so close. Mm. Because I value you that much more. Yeah. Anything you do to me, it cuts like a for a real. Knife. You know, that is me. That is me. If it's, if it's someone I don't really yeah. business, I can brush it off. But exactly. you see, if I love you yeah, and you hurts, do yeah. me dirty, mm. I just don't know what to do. And yeah. really, the what I've just had to, and I'm not saying I've got it all together, but mm. what I've just really had to focus on mm. is we are all just humans mm -hmm. and when we realize the fickleness of a human being when we realize that you know our best is still not good enough it's still no. filthy rags anyways yeah. we realize that it's only by god's grace, grace. that we even hear mm. do you know what i mean so with that said when people now like do me wrong and i'm not saying i just forgive like oh it's okay you're forgiven mm. but i have learned that you know sometimes we gotta just we got to just accept that. You know what? That That's a human just being human. Yeah. They might not do it the way we would have done it, <clears throat> but that's just them in, in their humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and within that as well, I think, you know, I do agree with the fact that forgiveness, as much as it's for the other person, is for you. Mm. There is a real freedom that comes when you're able to just say, you know what? It's cool. It's cool. You just wipe it clean and just move on because I think sometimes the feelings that rage that you described that we hold in our hearts every time we look mm. <laughs> every time we think about you know it it can it can kill us mm. Yeah, can make us feel sick. Yeah. 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 And it can it can even manifest itself in a physical yeah, way if we're not careful. Yeah, diseases and stuff. Yeah. But um mm. in similar to what you said sign the 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 reading for today had um a sentence I just want to share. Mm. It says, when we experience forgiveness, we will be willing to give up everything for the Lord. But above all, we cannot be silent. Like the woman, mm. you too will leave 
it all to follow Jesus and say, Lord, I will go. Yeah. And, and why I shared this is, you know, a lot of, when you've been in the church for a while, you mm. like, for example, you've been coming to church for a while, but you only really experienced this in the last year or so, yeah, this massive yeah, yeah. change. And a lot of us can, we can, we can be praying to God, forgive me. Right. But we're not feeling this real transition. Mm. And that's what we need to um, take account of. When we pray to God, asking forgiveness, is it just something we rattle in our mm. prayer? You know, what's always taught when you pray, P is praise. R is repent, A is ask, Y is others, ask for others, yeah? Mm. And so almost in my head, I go through this journey of the P-A-Y, yeah? I'm dyslexic, guys, don't don't get (laughs) at me, yeah? And and so we go through this in in our journeys with our prayers, and the repentance is almost like, Lord, forgive me for what I did today, where I did wrong, but you see... Real forgiveness, like we saw with the um, the, adult, the woman caught in adultery, mm. brought a complete change. That when Jesus was now dying, she was at the cross understanding why he's, that he died for exactly her. Mm. No, and no. now when we understand repentance, the appreciation for what Jesus did for us should hit home more. Yeah. And so when we're not getting that, that's when we find ourselves in this, in this cycle where you're just going through the emotions. yeah. Mm. And then in the end, you'll be like, Oh, but you know, I, I, I was at church, like I participated in the service. I had a position. Oh, no. And then when things go bad, we get mad at God. Mm. Because we're like, God, why aren't you coming through for me? God, have you not been seeing the hours I'm putting in for you? Now I'm praying to you. I'm asking. You said whatever I asked for and prayed to you will give me. Why aren't you giving it to me? Mm. And then we get we get, go into this, this thing with God where even we can find ourselves annoyed at God because he's not giving us what we wanted. But it's because... We haven't fully appreciated repentance mm. because repentance says, look, whatever comes from now, don't really be hung up on it. If, if, if you wanted to go left, but you ended up going right, don't be hung up too much on it mm. because knowing that I've gone to prepare a home for you. So it helps you to deal with whatever comes your way. And then also when you fully understand it, your, your appreciation of even coming to church is different. Mm. Taking part in the church, the service is different because you're like, oh, I'm getting an opportunity to glorify God. Mm. I'm getting an opportunity to serve him, to like give my all to him. Yes. And, and privilege. Exactly. Oh, yeah. than, than a tick box exercise. Oh. Yeah. And when I think about this, the verse that always comes to mind is when it says like, People, when God says, when he comes down in the clouds of heaven, people will run up to him and say, Lord, weren't I a deacon? Lord, weren't I a pastor? Mm. Lord, weren't I a youth leader? Lord, didn't I, I help out in the project chat? Mm. Why aren't I allowed in these gates? Mm. And it's because you didn't understand the gift I've given you. Mm, the gift serious. of my forgiveness, the gift of forgiveness. Mm. So with that said, um, I want to ask you guys another question. How do we... How do we truly repent? You mm. know, we've explained the process of repentance and yeah. the beauty that comes out of it. Um, but as you mentioned, Myron, sometimes we are doing a tip box exercise. Sometimes we are just, God, you know, forgive me for what I did today. And sometimes you don't even know what sins you committed that day. You're trying mm. to think, you know, you just do that blanket. Oh, God, whatever sin I've done, even the ones I didn't recognize, yeah. please just forgive me. How do we truly repent and actually be able to, to, to access transformation. Mm. I feel like, and maybe people don't like this, but it means like sacrifice. And I feel mm. like the the conscience, like it says that God speaks through our conscience. And mm. it doesn't have, you have to be a Christian or whatever, like God speaks through everyone's conscience. That's why we know right from wrong. Like mm. certain things we just feel like, nah, this ain't right. Do you know what I mean? And there's certain things that I had to just give up. For me, or social media, I'm not saying everyone give up social media, but mm. for me, I was very toxic. Like, you even notice it. Like, I'm on there for the wrong reasons. Do you get me? Mm. So, and especially, like, me, like, I'm an extremist, not in terms of the way, or sometimes I can be, but in terms of I'm either, say, for example, I'm focused, I could do, you know, like, study all day, just have little breaks, cool. But then if I'm distracted, nothing's done. Do you get what I mean? I'm either all or nothing. So, obviously, for my personality or where I am, God Mm. knows that, okay, something was telling me, come off this. Like, especially mm. Instagram. That was my, one of my devils. Like, mm. for me, personally, that. that was me. And like, once I took that off, I was like, it took, don't, it's a struggle. Yeah. Because mm. sometimes you're like, that's all right. But then, 
you see the conscious pricks, you know, <laughs> yeah. it keeps pricking, pricking your mind, and you're like, you know what? I, I, it gets to a point where you choose like, God or yourself, mm. and then but you're like, no, I can't go back. So then you once you once like when you once you put your hand to the plow, like you just keep going, and like I feel like. God will speak to you in terms of certain things you used to do. Like mm. I, you could be playing GTA or whatever. Like I, I couldn't, I can't do that no more. Like it's mm. just I know for me, like mm. it just didn't feel right. So I feel like certain lifestyle changes, it just happened. And especially through Instagram, like when I locked that off, or God enabled me to lock that off. Like I've actually had time to have devotion with my God. Do you get me? Mm. Like I'm actually able to, you know, like yeah, spend time with your missus or your family, whatever. Like. It's me and God time. Like, that's mad, like, and I pray that, you know, like, obviously I, we can't see him visually, but, like, sometimes, like, I can't lie, sometimes I read, I don't really get it, but there's times where I feel him, like, he's just next to me reading to mm. me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I felt like there's certain things that are holding me back. Yeah. And God was able to, like, like, it's obviously, and that's, that's the beauty, freedom of choice. Yeah. Like, like, you can choose. Not, not exactly, sometimes we sin, you can't help it, it could be in your conscience, mm. but, you're, you have the ability to be willing to do yes. what God wants. You know what I yeah, I mean, I think you said. Yeah, no, I, even say, in say, the say the quote. Say the quote. Is don't be something about winning. Don't oh, worry. don't focus on winning. Focus on being willing. Yes, Maybe it's that. Yes, mm. that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that goes back to funny enough in episode one where I was sharing my story mm. and just touching on you know sometimes these the pressures of being perfect is what we focus on and we think well if I'm not gonna be perfect there's no point. Um, and really, God just needs us to be willing. Willing. He, we've already, we're already on a winning team, but winning. we, we just need to be willing, willing and trust Him to do the rest. So yeah, yeah, I hear that sacrifice and something else that you mentioned about feeling God with you, like He's reading to you. Mm. I know that um, in Bible study you mentioned about um, asking God, like when you're gonna pray and um, do devotional Bible study, like asking God that you, like, just feel his presence. Yeah, be here, like, Um, yeah. And that's something that I've started doing that's really helped me because I think, again, going back to being intentional, sometimes we start to breeze through these activities, like, you know, I'm I'm reading a Bible, but I'm not, I'm not having the experience yeah. I was having before. Yeah. And, and I realized it's because I'm praying and I'm just quickly getting into it and I had to stop and just say, you know, God, I want to feel your presence with me Mm. Um, and just, literally have that moment and i feel like I've, it's helped me to actually like feel like oh okay wow this is me and god time like you said not just me time yeah trying to look like i'm here with god yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so what about you myron anything that so in terms of true repentance for me it, it's like we said you have to be willing but you have to understand why you're giving it up mm. right i'll give a prime example i like afrobeats Mm. Yeah, I'm from Zimbabwe. <laughs> the, the beat of an African drum, it just is, 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 is in me. Yeah, And I need to be able to overcome that. And I want to overcome that. But sometimes you find yourselves that you just, you get caught into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. So I, 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 I play it. And I remembered there was one time I was having devotion in the morning just before work. And as I'm leaving, I'm putting my headphones and I'm walking to the train station and what's playing in my ears, Afrobeat. And I'm like, Lord, I just listened to, a dev- I had my devotion, but now I'm listening to Afrobeat. It's just not making sense. Yeah. And then I was like, I want to give it up. So I, I would pray like, Lord, help me to forgive it up. But deep down, I don't want to let it go. <laughs> yeah. And I don't appreciate why I'm letting go of Afrobeat. Yeah. And so the more I found it is that I, I couldn't give up it. it give up Afrobeats. It's still a work in progress. Pray for me. Everyone's working. Yeah. But um, what I found is that when you, when you understand why you want to give it up, that it's actually driving a wedge between you and God yeah. and this relationship. Like I mentioned on the podcast, that there's an, a joy that God wants us to tap into, that the, the things of this world, that though they seem like, that, like really good, um, is distracting us from that joy, experiencing that joy. And so when we go through, when we allow these short-term joys to get in the distraction of the real joy God wants us to experience, we're missing out on so much. So much. And so when we understand that, we are, we are able to give up the things so much more easier yeah. because we realize we're, we're tapping into a joy that we didn't even know mm. was there. And, and that's, joy. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and the thing is, 
that is something we all need to attain for. And someone may be tuning in and be like, man, and Luke, sign, what are you banging on about? Like, what you're saying makes no sense. And the thing is, why I would, what I would, my advice would be, have an honest conversation with God. Mm. Say, God, I'm really trying to hear from you. Help me to be able to. Because when we cry out to God, he will never leave us. Like, Mm. he will never leave us wanting and not answer that cry. Mm. And so, yeah, if you're tuning in and you're like, how do I experience this joy? Seek God. Because as you do that, he may find you the Bible plan that you need to read for that week. Mm. That you need to understand, that you need to appreciate. He may... may cause you to have a conversation with your Christian friend that you really need to hear. Mm. He he may be the one that made sure that you tuned into the podcast today to hear what the message tell was. Him, tell him. And 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 it just it just shows one it shows how God is marvelous. But yeah, just reach out to him, give him a chance. Yeah. And mm. um, with that said as well, if you want to reach out to us to have a conversation or just to, you know, let us know what you took from these episodes, um you can reach us on Instagram at the CY project. If you aren't on Instagram, you can also reach out to the Croydon SDA Adventist website. Um, but yeah, it is really, I think, a couple of the things that you guys just touched on about identifying what is your personal advice? What is your thing and why are you giving it up? Because, you know, for me, I've had my issues with social media, but mm-hmm. Instagram is something I use for ministry. Yeah, Do you understand? Yeah. With music, there's some music that I listen to and I feel all right with, but... There's some things that, you know, I know now I wouldn't get involved in um, because for me on a personal level, I know where it's going to bring me to and mm. it's not going to be in alignment with where God wants me to be. So, um, yeah, I definitely echo the points that have been made already and encourage you to have that honest conversation with God. Um, talking about conversing with God, I just want to ask... In this experience, in your ongoing journey, because it is a process, it is a mm-hmm. journey. Um, what part has prayer? What part has prayer played in all of this? Prayer, yeah, man. Like more time, like you be in church, and it's like, like maybe a long prayer, short prayer, but it's just you know people talking. But like I've never actually had till recently. Like I was dead honest like mm. like like you're talking to your boy like not obviously there's god's much higher but god's your friend also your brother all these all these mm. things so like having a blunt conversation like well I, like i think this way still like i'm still thinking about this person i'm mm. doing this i'm doing that and i actually like proper being blunt and like one time in the morning i was crying like it's mad but then i feel like that's how you get a relationship it's, yeah. it's it's you have you have to be vulnerable like in certain certain obviously obviously it's uh, like say if you're with uh, your missus or whatever I said mm. it's already like you're gonna have to step out your comfort zone at times do you know what I mean so especially like God knows it already like you ain't hiding from God he knows everything so mm. especially just being like really honest yeah and like God is the realest like he's, do you know what I mean he knows so really I think I don't know who was um some guys from Badon came. I think mm-hmm. Andrew Fuller and his Andrew Fuller and his friend. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, um, Anthony Fuller and Isaac. Yeah. Fletcher, yeah. And like seeing how like how honest he's with God and stuff like that. Mm. It's like obviously you can like sharp iron sharpens iron, isn't it? Mm. So especially hearing that stuff is you're thinking, oh, let me actually try it. And obviously that relationship is it grows different. So that was my take on it. Thank you. I love that, Luke, and I definitely appreciate being honest with God, it has helped me also in my spiritual mm. walk. And I suppose it's also something that helps you as well, Myron. Um, the prayer tip that we would like to give you guys for today, as we are talking about forgiveness, um, is something that is a little bit different. And maybe you're thinking, okay, where is she going with this one? Um, but it's a prayer style called the prayer bin. Now, what you do with the prayer bin, and I want to encourage you guys, Myron and Luke, to also try this. Yeah, I was, I was confused as well. <laughs> take something that you want forgiveness for um, and write it down on a piece of paper, scrunch it up and throw it, on, throw it in the bin. If you want, you can burn it. If you want to do a little NBA dunk, yeah, you can do what you want. But um, I think the reason I chose this prayer tip for today is I feel also there's something really special about tangible actions Mm. um, and kind of really 
realizing that we are free of this thing. It is in the bin. You know, God doesn't remember it anymore, so neither should we. Um, so yeah, I'm going to encourage you guys to just write down what it is you want forgiveness for, pray over it, scrunch it up, and throw it in the bin. And yeah, that's the press it for the day. Okay. Oh, uh, I was going to say, like, going back to, like, the sacrificing bit, just mm. quickly. Yeah, like, yeah. It's always, like, for me, personally, like, when you know you have to do something up, it was like, come on, man, like, it's, it's, it, come on, like, is there nothing else, like, does it have to be this kind of mm. feeling? But every single time, I'm honest, I may not want to do it, but afterwards, it's like a weight lifted off. Yeah. And I can't describe that weight. Because like, obviously, we we can't see some certain things that we like to do or whatever. Mm. It's really kind of blocking the happiness that God wants us to yeah. have, isn't it? Mm. So, like, you won't... Honestly, more time, it's dying daily. Like, who wants to die? That's what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, it's a yeah, thing yeah. we do, do you get what I mean? For something greater that we can't see sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Even like, as you said that, it just made me think of decluttering. Yeah. Because mm. if you are a person that has a lot of stuff or clu- a lot of clutter, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those, t- the time, those things you have hold sentiments. Mm. But when you get rid of them, when you put them in the bin, mm. <laughs> yeah, you're free, you're lifted, you're liberated. And yeah. I think what you said there just beautifully ties in um, with the prayer bin tip as well. And that kind of, you know, freedom, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So now with that being said, um, let us bring this to a wrap. Let's have a, a word of a prayer. Dearly Father, thank you for this discussion that we've had. Thank you for inspiring it. Thank you for leading it. Thank you for um, bringing Luke and him sharing his testimony with us and his experience with you. We pray that you may continue to be with him, touch him, guide him. Lord, we thank you for everyone who's tuning into this podcast, who will be listening. We pray that you may touch every single one of them. Lord, you know where they are in their lives. You know what is going wrong. You know what's going right for them. We pray that you may be with each person, be with each situation. Right now on their hearts, they're thinking of the things that they are struggling with, that they need help from you. Lord, may you intervene for the person who's feeling sick. May you put your healing hand upon them for the person who is struggling financially through due to the the pandemic may the last 20 pound or 10 pound that they have in their account may be able to stretch and get all the things that they need to be Mm. able to get may they be able to obtain an income that will um, provide for their needs Lord, may you be with whatever situation anyone's going through. If they're going through a mental issue right now, remind them, enter thoughts into the head that are positive of you, that you are right by their side and you will never leave them nor forsake them. Mm -hmm. May you be with um, the rest of the podcast as we go through the rest of the readings. Guide and, 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 and be with them. May they inspire those who hear and may there be gems People one for your kingdom. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 It's always worth it, Amen. Always. Always. Thank you guys for joining us today. It's been a powerful, another powerful episode. Mm. Um, and thank you, listeners. Again, guys, hit us up on Instagram at the CY Project. We want to get interactive with you mm. guys as well. Um, and join us on our next episode, which will be looking at the topic Guide Me. Take care, guys. Bye. Peace. Oh,